Are we recording? No, too much, too much, too much, too much. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Ducks Watch Together. I'm Josh. I'm Kylie. And on today's episode, we react to the Oscars. Whoa! Oh, not really. Whoa. Oh, okay. Whoa. I thought you're not really was like, no, we're not. No, I'm not reacting to those <laughs> stone-faced results. That's what we're here for. I mean, like, I feel like this is the one with the lowest amount of energy because, like, the first time we did this, like, it was, it was. It was La La Land Gate. Yeah, it was Moonlight <laughs> v La La Land. And here we are. Slash our failed live stream. <laughs> um, last year, I think everyone was having a good time. We were like, yeah! We were pretty happy with what happened. I guess Shape of Water ones, so everything's alright. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now here we are, and we're just like... <sighs> here's, my, here's my hot take. Uh-huh. You ready for it? You know how... Hosts are good? Some years Hosts can be good. That <laughs> you look back on like all the like Oscar lists of like worst winners or what should have won or upsets of the century. Like all those years are like the Oscars are dumb and wrong in hindsight. This is one of those years. Mm, crash. Yeah. It's a real crash is, year. Yeah. This is gonna be one of those years that we look back and we're like, oh, like, this is weird. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no, Kylie. Sorry. Kylie, don't get water on your on your, your proof. My ballot? Your ballot. It'll be okay. Listeners, we did a thing this year. We, we had a bet. A four-way bet between Kylie, myself, Anne, and Sly. And whoever got the most uh, wins, headwinds, not heartwinds, but headwinds, mm-hmm. Was going to pick an episode at some point in this, this coming season. And one by two. And one by two. Who knows what she's going to pick. So we're going to get another Anne episode. You all seemed to like that last time. Listen. So. Listen. Yeah, we'll pair with it Anne's top 20. 11 through 20 yeah. favorite episode movies. Uh, I got third. I did real horrible this year. I got second. I only got 12 out of 24. So Sylvana hasn't announced her complete points, but I don't think she did better than you. Oh, okay. But it's a possibility? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that... I think that... Um, I bet I beat my mom. Okay. Um, but, I mean, it helps that I saw more than one film this Okay, year. so you... So the reason why I commented and said, like, my money's on Kim <laughs> is kind of the reason what I thought would happen would happen. How many points happen. did you get? Twelve. Okay, you beat, you beat Sylvana by three. <laughs> <laughs> Savannah, who for an average moviegoer, yeah. actually saw a pretty fair amount of these. Yeah, uh, I I think I you thought my mom was gonna win because usually like we're wrong about these things because like when you when you know more you think you know more than you do but then like people who don't know and they can guess they can often just guess better than you. And this year I thought was gonna be super unpredictable. And I think it was unpredictable in ways that I didn't see coming, or maybe in ways that I didn't want to happen versus ways that I did want to happen. Mm-hmm. So I just thought, listen, you kind of have a better shot of doing well at guessing if you're just randomly kind of picking. <sighs> it's been a bad year at the Oscars for me, friends. Well, let's do something fun before okay. we get into that. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. 
So whenever Netflix sends me something fun, I like to use it as an inquiry of the half four and I. All right. They sent me Mad Libs. Oh. So Josh, you're going to help me fill this in. Okay. I need a verb. Um, it's an action. Can I can I count like a Trivial Pursuit verb? What? It's a verb that I've only seen used on Trivial Pursuit What's cards. What's the verb? Oscared. They say, who Oscared for this performance? Okay. Great. Perfect. I need a action or superhero movie. Um. Uh... <sighs> oh my gosh. This is there's so many <laughs> just to just, choose just pick from. one. <laughs> Next one that comes to mind. Okay, I gotta. I'm gonna go with. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with. <laughs> Josh. Try to Josh. You literally can't do this right now. <laughs> I just need an action or superhero film. <laughs> Josh! What are you doing? Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go with Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Great. Yes. There we go. Alright, I need another action or superhero film. Oh, it's too hard. Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Steel. Great. And yep. the mm -hmm. last action uh -huh. or superhero film. Oh, why so many? Okay. I think I'm gonna go with uh ooh, let's go with new mutants. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a horror film. Uh uh, there are superheroes in it. Uh not yet. They're like apprentices. <laughs> I need an adverb. Quickly. Just like how I'm answering these questions. Uh-huh. Quickly. I need an attractive actor slash actress. Okay. So, like, <laughs> who? Attractive to to who? Josh, this is your... You're filling this one out. Okay. Well, then, I'm just gonna go with... I'm gonna go... I mean, I think I have to go with Idris Elba. Like, I think that's just, like, the answer, right? All right. Great. Um, a verb ending in S. So you can't use Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, a verb is a thing you do, but plural. Purs. But plural. A supernatural being. Does my cat count? No. Oh, okay. I was just curious. What's super about your cat? Well, sometimes he stares at me. That seems and, pretty natural. And I get afraid. <laughs> pretty average. Kind of like Paddington. Is Paddington a supernatural being? No. What? But he's a talking bear. No. <laughs> uh, nearly headless neck. Right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. How are we doing over here? Are we doing oh good? It's great. <laughs> I need a him or her. Oh, yeah, wait. Um, has to be him because we used Idris. Idris, sorry. Um, I need a verb. Um, slice. Okay. Um, and, a, uh, and an adjective. I'm going to go with forbidden. That's an adjective. 
Yeah, that's what you said. No. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I thought we were doing adverb. No, yeah. You're good. See, you listen to me better than I listen to myself. <laughs> I need another adjective. Okay, I'm going to go with um, magical. Great. Um, I need an actor with a great voice. Oh, okay. I mean, clearly this is Christopher Walken. Okay. Like, okay. that's that's the answer, right? Uh-huh. Like, a, you were like, you're not talking singing voice, are you? That's great okay, voice. Okay, yeah, Christopher Walken, yeah. And a verb. I'm gonna go with, with sleep. Um, now I need an adverb. Okay. Um, slowly. And I need a celebrity crush. Like mine? You're the one answering these questions. Okay, I always said no. Like, you were like, the universe's celebrity crush. I'll go with my first one and go with Amy Jo Johnson. That's, that's a weird way to pronounce the Luke Evans. Pink Power Ranger. Oh, man. <laughs> Luke Evans was the right answer. You write Luke Evans down. <laughs> oh. Kylie, you win. <laughs> that was the right answer. Thank you. I need an adjective. We only need, we only need three more. Okay. Uh, crazy. A term of endearment. Um, uh, a more. And I need a movie that our celebrity crushes in. Dracula <laughs> Untold. <laughs> Yep, Dracula Untold. Yep, uh huh. That would have been really hard if you had Amy <laughs> Jo Johnston because you gotta say Power Rangers 2017. I could have said Power Rangers the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mighty more from Power Rangers the movie. Blu ray Oscared my mind. Oh, okay, great. What do Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, Steel, and New Mutants have in common? Nothing. They all look quickly super on Blu ray. I mean, if you think Idris Elba purrs like a nearly headless Nick in standard def, wait till you see him in Blu-ray's mind-slicing 1080p. I like mind-slicing. There you go. And the sound quality, forbidden. Ooh. It's as though your eardrums are taken to an exclusive spa inside the magical waters of Wakanda, where Christopher Walken and a choir of angels sleep. You tonight's winning lottery numbers. No joke. You could, you know, I could stare slowly into Luke Evans' crazy Blu-ray eyes all day. Such an amour. Now I think. Now that I. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm gonna add Dracula Untold to my queue right now. Oh, there you go. <laughs> can I? Can I do it, Netflix? Can I add Dracula Untold? your DVD queue. This was good times, everybody. Yeah, okay. Well, alright, so let's talk about how Green Book won uh, Best Picture. <sighs> Sorry, friends, if you wanna... If you were following along with your adjectives, adverbs, you can send them to me and I'll put your poem together. <laughs> I really want you to do this, everybody. Please do this. Send your responses to findofafriendpodcast.squarespace.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Leave us a five-star review or any star review. Hit that subscribe button. That helps us get more listeners. You can also find us on Facebook at Friend of a Friend Podcast. And now 
on with the show. I don't know, Kylie. I don't understand what's happening in the world anymore. Can I? Okay. <sighs> Should have just seen this coming. Right? We had it coming. <laughs> we had it coming. We only had ourselves. We had it coming. Blame. We. Ugh. Okay. Um. It was a big night for Green Book and a big night for Bohemian Rhapsody. But it was a bigger night for Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Who pretty much just like died. <laughs> this, okay, okay, let's do this. Let's talk about the thing about the Oscars that we both very much loved. Um, so the frontrunner for the Oscars this whole season was Glenn Close in The Wife, a film nobody has seen. And not nobody, but very, very few people because it got a release in exactly, I don't know, four theaters around the country. And then went to streaming on some airplanes and then finally came out on video. But not streaming, just on DVD. <laughs> So, the wife. I don't know who saw the wife, <laughs> but not enough Oscar voters, apparently. Josh so saw the wife. I did. I did see the wife. It is not good. I'm not surprised it didn't win, except for I am surprised because she won every precursor award coming into this, and it just kind of seemed like the narrative was, it's Glenn Close's time. She's 0 for 6. Let's go get her the win. Amy Adams is not the most losing actress or actor right now. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why? Yeah, that's yeah. why she didn't win. They didn't want to put that on Amy. Oh, fair. I mean, but Amy is, you know, more youthful. She could she could carry She's the... She's going to get ten. Carry the load. She's... <laughs> but so, Olivia Coleman won, uh, and my specific reaction was to jump screaming out of my chair and throw the book I was using to write as, as a writing surface across the room and in excitement. And then Olivia Coleman proceeded to give, I don't know, the best speech. Of all time? Of all time. Lady Gaga! <laughs> Francis Sam! Lady Gaga! <laughs> Thank you, Francis and Sam, for giving me this award. I know that it was a final no, gift to you, too. Basically giving it to me. <laughs> like, thank you for that. Well, Sam helped her on stage. Yeah. She looks like she was about to pass out. She's like, I don't know where I'm... I don't think she expected to win by any means. I just am glad I'm in the Academy now. Yeah, right? Like, look at this cool thing I get to sit here at. I get to sit next to Rachel and Emma and have a great time. Yeah. Yorgos is over there. Oh, man. Yorgos. Oh. Yorgos had some tears. He was, and, yeah. And this whole time, I thought... Yorgos was a little bit dark on the inside and didn't have a heart or feel emotions. But how wrong I was! I know! I'm actually really hoping that this is a slight turn of the corner for Yorgos in that sense of, I love his style, but I'm really glad that the favorite was a little bit more audience-friendly. Not a lot bit, but just a little bit so, like, Whereas, like, The Killing of a Sacred Deer, I just didn't find an urge to really want to watch that film, even though I think that he's a talented director. So I'm hoping that he continues to make stuff that is still very much him, mm -hmm. but also a little bit more audience-friendly. Commercially. Yeah. Um, I also, I saw Killing of the Sacred Deer, and I said, no, no. 
You yeah. don't. You don't need this one. Yeah. <laughs> Have you? You've seen every <laughs> all of them. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> Dogtooth is also pretty out there, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Dogtooth is like it's a good comparison to Dogtooth would be something like Old Boy. Okay. Um, I'll I will say it's uh, it's. Uh, it's pretty similar to old boys. Fair. <laughs> um, other things that I enjoyed about this ceremony. Alfonso Coron got to give three speeches. Almost four. Almost four. We were so close. What do you have done the fourth time up? Like, I, I, enjoyed... I get, you get it. <laughs> you all get it. I enjoyed that every one of his speeches started with, I want to think... Yalizia and um, what's the, her what's her name? Mar- uh, Marina. <laughs> and I was like, good, good job, you. And then they just kind of expanded from there. Ah, thanks, Netflix. Great. <laughs> he got to Netflix in the third one. <laughs> I distributed my Spanish language art house film that probably wouldn't have made much money in theaters. So looking at things. It looks like Bohemian Rhapsody actually wins the most awards of the evening. Get out of here. It wins four. It won... Is that is that the worst film nominated this year? Yeah. Just all together? Yeah. Worse than The Wife? Oh. oh. All, throughout all of it. Oh. Yeah. I'm gonna say yes. Alright. Yeah. I think I think you gave the wife like one and I a think half. I, yeah, I think it's like it's fine. It's just mostly boring and it's not outstanding. But like Bohemian Rhapsody is actively bad. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the Duckies, uh, I hadn't yet seen Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> uh, I have seen that now. Uh, what else did I catch up on between now and then? I also caught up on Can You Ever Forgive Me, which is a legit great movie. Uh, Richard E. Grant, who I thought might pull an upset over Mahershala tonight, is wonderful. Melissa McCarthy is legit amazing. I actually added her into my top five best actresses of the year. So, like... If I would, if, she probably would have made my dramatic performances had we done this a little bit later and I got to see it. Um, yep, Bohemian Rhapsody wins four, Green Book wins three, Black Panther wins three. Black Panthers are all quote unquote below the line though, so it's costume design. But they didn't get any above the line, did they? They did not, no. So it's costume design, production design, and where's the third? Score. Which I, I think that all of those are correct. Like, I like those a lot. I feel like maybe the Oscars were just at the point where, like... They like they couldn't nominate Olivia Coleman for Hot Fuzz for bashing a woman's face in with a wet floor sign. Why not? She hadn't served her time Okay, alright. And so now they're like, no, this is really for smashing that woman's face in with a wet floor sign from Hot Fuzz. Edgar Wright's like, yeah, <laughs> we did it. She did call Yorgos the best director she's worked uh-huh. with, or her favorite director. Yeah, because she was in, uh, she was in the Lobster. She yeah. plays the hotel manager. She's good in the Lobster. She's, she's good. yeah, she's good. She's, she's good. Yeah, she's good. Uh, so so Green Book's three wins of the night are picture, supporting actor. In screenplay, which means, as we talked about in the Green Book episode... I only got one of those. I only got the screenplay. 
I got actor, supporting actor. I was like... I was like... Or no, sorry, I tried to call an upset there. I should have... I had Mahershala until I filled this out, and then... Uh, no, I missed that one, too. Um, We talked about Green Book in a whole episode, so I think our issues are pretty clear with it. it I, To me, I just don't like rewarding that film. I don't like rewarding Nick Vallelonga for any reasons at all. You can Google why Nick Vallelonga is not somebody who I think deserves to win Oscars. Um, and... I also think the film is just a white savior film. I literally think this is the exact same thing that happened with Driving Miss Daisy 20 years ago. We really want to, like, clap ourselves on the back because 40 years ago we solved racism. We didn't, everybody. So sorry. Um, anyway, it just... I, I think if it was a different year and a different time... Like, okay, so what I'm going to say to this is, like, Crash is probably a more egregious win. Like, the fact that, like, Crash is probably a worse movie to, like, the number one contender that year. is probably Brokeback Mountain being the best, like, the top and the bottom of that. Their difference is probably much wider than Green Book and... Whatever you want to say is the best one for this year. I would probably put out of this list the favorite. Or Black... I mean, I would say Black Panther because it's highest on my list. But, like, the favorite for, like, just everything all around. Mm -hmm. Or Roma, even. What about Black Klansman? Or Black Klansman. Like, all of these are great. Like, I think there were so many good options to pick. Or A Star is Born. Or A Star is Born, even. <laughs> like... So just not Bohemian Rhapsody, Green, Green Book, or, or Vice. Vice. <laughs> but... I think that the gap between Green Book and all the great films is probably less than the gap between Crash and Brokeback Mountain. However, coming in this year, in 2018, coming off of 2018, with what, with what is perceived to be, you know, the culture and society and just what's going on and how, I just, it just feels gross and bad and I don't like it. Like, I... It's fine. I'm really glad that... I guess the silver lining is like, hey, a movie that has a solid message, even if it is a rote, tired message that's preaching to an older generation of people rather than dealing with anything sort of real, a.k.a. Black Klansman, a.k.a. Black Panther, a.k.a. If Beale Street Could Talk, a.k.a. Roma, like... All of those are dealing with more relevant issues today than what Green Book is. And I'm not saying that racism is not a relevant issue. What I'm saying is that in the conversation that it's having, it's not treating it as if it's an active, alive thing. It's still aspiring to this greatness out there that we can possibly get to. Oh, no. That's my opinion. But we brought Octavia Spencer on stage. We did bring Octavia on stage. It's our tradition. Yep, every year. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't really nominate her, but we got her on stage. Did we? Did she, do you think she's got a statue? Like she's getting one for Green Book? I, you know, I knew she, I so I knew she was involved, but do, I don't know if like is she a producer on that movie? I wonder if that's the credit they give her. Executive producer on Green Book. Okay, so. She very well may have got a statue. Who knows? 
We got we got nominate her every year. Um oh I think yeah, this is okay, so what I think the interesting thing about 2019 is it was a really difficult year to pick. I don't think that I think that's part of the reason why Green Book I think comes out as the winner. I don't necessarily think that this was everybody's number one choice. Like we live in a year of a prefer we live in a time of a preferential ballot, which means that ever the number one choice isn't always the winner. I doubt that Green Book was number one with a bullet. You know, if um, there is a film that's just number one with a bullet, will it win? If so, you, if you get fifty percent or fifty, basically it's fifty percent plus one vote. Mm -hmm. So if you have over fifty percent, fifty point oh 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 one, okay, you win. Game over. Done. If nothing gets fifty percent, you go to round two. Then they keep going down. Yeah, so round twos and so on until something gets above fifty percent. And so I would be surprised if Green Book truly won it in like a first. I I kind of wish that maybe even if it's just years down the road, but like I wish they would release the results so that we could see like who and what and how. Not not the voters, but just give me the pure numbers so that I could be like, ah, this is what happened. Ah. The artist shouldn't have won. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I would love to know, like, maybe it's somebody like, oh, Roma actually originally had 45%, but as we kept knocking uh, things we gave, off. We gave, Roma, oh, we gave it so many already. Yeah. Let's give it to the favorite. Yeah. Um, I missed the opening half an hour of the ceremony because of work. Yeah. Uh, so anything happened exciting in that opening half an hour? No. <laughs> it was very like, oh yeah. Uh, Regina King won. How was her speech? Uh, I would have been very excited for she that. She was almost crying. Uh -huh. She thanked a lot of people. Good. Um, and then Jimmy Chen and his partner got up there to talk about Free Solo, uh -huh. and it was very uncomfortable. Oh, was, was he uncomfortable? I just, like, their speech was weird. Okay. They were trying to, they started out with jokes, and then they, like, just didn't seem like, they were like, oh my god, I didn't think we were gonna win. But not, like, in a way, like, Olivia Coleman didn't think they were gonna win. Like, in a way of, like, um, we might not be prepared. <laughs> In any way, we're kind of like the subject of our film, yeah. and uh, that, it was like real. I was really like, ah, but they did thank the girlfriend. Oh, good. Before they thanked the guy. Oh, good. <laughs> like, thank you. You had your own mountain to climb, and I was like, yes. And then they were they turned to the guy and they were like, well, thanks for not dying. They didn't yeah. say that. <laughs> <laughs> it would have really made our film probably worse if you had died. We probably wouldn't have won. Um, did you have Free Solo down as your winner for Doc? Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah. I also did as well. Just hoping, hoping for an mining the gap, but I knew that was kind of the, like, here, you're here. Mm -hmm. Come back with another one. Yeah, I think that what ends up helping uh, Free Solo is just the, the scope of it and uh, the scale of it. And just from that perspective... 
And I feel like the amount of eyes that were on it, like that thing got a huge nationwide release out of, there are three documentaries that got huge nationwide, nation, four, there's four documentaries four. that got nationwide releases this year, Free Solo, RBG, Three Identical Strangers, and Won't You Be My Neighbor, and I think that many people seeing Free Solo really helped it. Yeah. Um, the ceremony itself... So you said, or sorry, uh, Maya Rudolph started out doing the jokey jokes. Yeah, it was Maya Rudolph, Tina Fey, and Amy Poehler. Okay. And, you know, they were like, we're not hosts, but if we were hosts, the show wouldn't suck. We're not hosts, but if we were hosts, uh, Great. So and I, they, was, yeah. I was like, great. Cool. <laughs> I will I will watch it probably tomorrow morning when it's streaming. Adam Lambert sang with Queen. Adam Lambert, a uh, uh, artist who I like and I think is actually pretty original and unique and has a lot of stage presence, went out and it was very boring and bland. Yeah, that I did see because it was on their live stream. And so while I was kind of finishing up, I had the live stream on Twitter um, and up and it was fine. I didn't like it, so I don't want to be like too cruel about it, mm-hmm. but... I, I'm sorry, like, I don't see a reason why anybody not named Freddie Mercury needs to form perform Queen Songs live. People pay a lot of people pay a lot of money for those concerts. Like yeah. they are pretty successful. And from what I hear, I hear that they're pretty good concerts. Fair. I just I I don't know if like it was like the pressure of like being on like cable TV, like we can't go too berserk, like yeah. If we have to keep it, like, tamed or something. Well, and they sang... The two songs that they sang were... We, uh... We are, the, we are the champions and we will rock you. And, I don't know. It was just bland. Why, I wonder, did they not... Oh, I mean, I know why. Never mind. What, what, I was gonna say, why did they not sing the title of the film, Bohemian Rhapsody? It was six minutes long. <laughs> no one will bang their heads to it. And our cause. <laughs> I'm Mike Myers. Um, I hate that movie. Um, I think it's because it's too difficult to sing live. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And We Are the Champions and We Will Rock You also makes sense. The theme of the night is winning awards and stuff like that, as well as, um, there is a pretty, it's a sequence, it's a featured sequence in the film when they make that, that song. Mm -hmm. So. It solves... It solves their uh, the dispute. Problems. Yeah, it solves their dispute. Oh, wait, no, isn't that... It, it's he, another one bites the dust is what really solves the because dispute. Because <laughs> best character of the film, the bass player, yeah. who's just like, nice guys, like, hey guys, stop arguing. Ba-da-boom, boom, 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 And you're like, oh, no more conflict. Oh, yeah, we did it. We made a song. Yeah, remember when Bohemian Rhapsody failed and it didn't do anything to their careers or yeah. to their band and it was yeah. just really easy? Yeah, absolutely. It yeah. was just really easy. Oh, also, like... Hey, don't worry. We know that, uh, I, want, I was going to say Rami Malek. We know that Freddie Mercury's been late a whole bunch, but, I mean, you made... It's all good now, right? That was very easy. Yeah, it's so easy. And, by the way, his solo career was an abject failure, and, uh, he needed to come crawling back to you. Because he didn't have the stop signs of Queen. Also, I'm supposed to care about the other members of Queen, but I don't. Uh, I care about the bass player. <laughs> <laughs> the other person in the band who has passed away and can't defend himself. Yeah. It's weird to me that the two people who are alive and, the, and still helped make that movie are the ones that I think, like, ooh, genuine, probably jerk faces. So, Josh. Sorry, rock stars. Robbie Malik won. Robbie Malik! Okay. Just finding some silver lining here. Finding some silver lining. Christian Bale didn't win. 
I think that, okay, I was prepared to, like, I had all, like, holstered up my, like, statement of, like, Glenn Close for the wife, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. Maybe this is a year in which they were like, let's look at acting outside of the context of the film. And they're like, no, we're going to try to just award performances. Mahershala in Not Great Green Book. Bohemian Rhapsody, or um, Rami Malek in Not Great Bohemian Rhapsody. Amy Adams. In Vice. <laughs> like, no, no, Josh, we would give it to Sam Rockwell. Vice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like... Rami Malek, I think, delivers a good performance. It is the only thing that's sitting with me really well in that movie to be like, I might watch some clips of this at some point in the future if I feel like hate watching something but not wanting to totally hate it. I just, like, he's good. He's not bad. But it's just such a performance based around basic tropes stupid teeth prosthetics and lip-syncing songs the issue with the teeth prosthetics is that Rami Malek's head is much smaller than Freddie Mercury's head yeah. and so like they look out they look even more like egregious yeah absolutely um, and so that I like I remember the first time like the first couple of minutes I was like oh my gosh this is gonna be distracting and then I made myself get over it. I had a question for you. Yes. During the opening uh, for for best cinematography, mm-hmm. the person presenting that award was Tyler Perry, and uh, Tyler right. Perry makes a comment about how he about that the award is on TV. Do you think that comment was scripted, or do you think that was on the fly? I don't know. On, uh, uh, scripted. On yeah. the fly. I don't know. What do you want me to say? <laughs> There's no right or wrong answer. I was just curious. <laughs> it's like, I think he totally threw it in. He's like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this little jab in at the Oscars here because there have been several bad decisions that the Oscars have tried to make all year long that they kept going back on with the whole idea of trying to make the award show shorter. And it was. It got in, it got out, it was started at five, it was done prior to eight thirty. I could have I could have cut it down. There's a lot I could have cut down. Okay, sure. I am gonna It's fine. The length is fine, but like everyone was the Academy was freaking out about how long it was and it was like The <clears throat> length of the awards is not the reason. Why? It's because most of us don't have like cable or a way to watch it. And they don't make it easy to live stream, and you can't count those views if they don't make it easy. The other thing, I mean, we bought an antenna so we could watch it. No more Russian Twitch viewers this year, uh, which kind of I kind of miss them. I kind of miss my Russian Twitch I guys. I miss their commentary. Man, we should have just gone back to Twitch. <laughs> yeah. Just see just what, to see if they're still there. Yeah, right. Uh, we just kept the same feed up for the whole year. <laughs> he just does analysis on that feed. Yeah. I I don't I I don't we're just past the time and place where the Oscars or any television show is going to get 40 to 50 million viewers. Last year they freaked out cuz they had 26 million viewers. 26 million viewers is a butt ton of people. It is the mo- the highest rated television program that's not football in America. Like 
You're not going to go back to impossible numbers. Stop trying. Make a show that is for your fans, that people want to watch it. Like, I will say that I personally, awards aside, because, like, I literally, after Olivia Coleman won, I was like, these are the moments that we live for. And, like, I was enjoying it. I was enjoying just listening to the speeches, making funny commentary on things, like, just having a good time watching the Oscars. But I will tell you in what might be unpopular opinion over here, totally fine if it is, but I'm going to tell you I missed the montages. We had, like, none. We got the trailers for the movies that were nominated for Best Picture, and you said there was an opening montage, and there's usually an opening montage, but there, there's usually some sort of theme towards, I don't know, a genre, or an actor, a style of actor, or Best Pictures, or... Last year it was like... They Last had a year. montage of war films. And then it was the 90th anniversary, so I did, they did a lot of the actors that had won. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was that Scorsese trailer preview that I thought was a joke. <laughs> that was a commercial. <laughs> I thought he was spoofing on himself. Nope. This summer, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, and Harvey Keitel, the Irishman. Yep, that actual Scorsese film. <laughs> I, you always say, and I, I very much agree with you that like where you're, you're like I'm here for the pageantry. I need the pageantry. <laughs> I want the parade. I want the pageantry Oscars. I felt like to me. And I don't know if this is an opinion that other people are going to agree with or disagree with it on the show, but I felt that something was missing from this year's broadcast because, truth be told, I could have got the same experience watching the Oscars live and watching it on YouTube clips later in the year or... Like it's it, or reading a list and clicking on the highlights of the speeches that I actually care about watching. There was nothing here that felt like you were honoring movies or the history and legacy and lineage of movies. It felt like you wanted to get in, you wanted to get out, you wanted to be under three hours or as close to three hours as you could, and that was all you cared about. And great, if you liked the Oscars better this year because of it, good job. Just record it if you if that's what you want. Just record it ahead of time, yeah. And then just fast forward, yeah. That's that's what you're looking for. Super. Easy. I don't know. I just I felt very disappointed by the ceremony in general. I like the set thing. It was weird and wonky, and they were able to do some stuff with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only uh performances there were outside of Queen, there was Jennifer Hudson performed. All, I'll fight. I'll fight from RBG <laughs> in. In a great costume. Okay. Kylie, Kylie, do you want to... Nope. Okay, great. <laughs> Listeners, I'm just going to let you know, Kylie had the choice comment. <laughs> if you ever see her in person, she might tell you. Um, two people in matching costumes saying when a cowboy trades his spurs for wings. The two people wrote the song. Uh-huh. Um, and then... Uh, um, Bette Midler. Bette Midler sang the a place. Really boring song. The place where the lost things go from Mary Poppins Returns. Okay. Uh, good performance of that song. Yeah. Weird thing. And then probably the best performance of the evening, by a long shot for me, was Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Not Jackson Maine and Alley. 
but specifically Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper yeah. sang Shallow. Yeah. I liked it. I liked the performance. I thought they were going to kiss. They looked weird and yet great. <laughs> they made this weird choice. The Oscar telecast made this really strange choice. They filmed all the other ones in like very standard like one shot or like two shot depending on how many people were singing and like kind of panned in, panned out, showed the audience. For Gaga and Cooper, they went handheld. They started behind them on the stage and went around the piano they were playing, never getting to full on like showing the 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 stage. They always had some audience in there. And then at one point near the end of the song for the sha la 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 las specific lyric, uh, Cooper crosses the piano and gets into the same shot as Gaga and they have to like, and they're going like real tight close up in and they're looking like they're just, they're going to kiss, right? They're, they're going to kiss. Yeah, but as Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Not Jackson and Allie. Yeah. It was... I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought she performed really well. This The Oscars is where... I may have told this on the show before, but the Oscars is actually where I've started to like and respect Lady Gaga because she did a performance of The Sound of Music and I was like, wait a minute. You can sing? Oh, I just thought you were a pop star. Cool, cool. Do we, screenplays? Uh, we talked about Green Book. Uh, Black Klansman. Oh, Spike Lee. Spike Lee got oh, to win Samuel tonight. Oh, Samuel L. Jackson was so excited. And Spike Lee went up and climbed Samuel L. Jackson like a tree. <laughs> and That's they, literally what happened. They had a wonderful friend moment where yeah. uh, Sammy Jack got to tell Spike the score of the next game. I'm surprised <laughs> that Samuel L. Jackson did not swear. Spike did. Spike certainly did. I mean, I'm assuming that's what was bleeped out at the beginning of his speech. I liked his speech. I was sad that they cut him off. Uh, but he he clearly had more pages to read. It's Spike Lee. Yeah, he came up with that. He brought up his next screenplay, and he was just gonna read it for us. <laughs> and I love that he was connecting it back to his history and his people and their plight and like all of the stuff. Like I just thought it was really good. Um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson was presenting with uh, Brie Larson in a bit that made me want to watch. Captain Marvel more than any trailer for Captain Marvel. Yeah, if they bring in that kind of chemistry on screen, I'm on board. I'm not totally sure if Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson were sober by this point of the evening. Who cares? Yeah. Spider-Man won. That was cool. Yeah, that was surprising. Phil Lord Chris Miller now have Oscars. Yeah. Was it, su- <laughs> was it surprising? For me, yeah. Okay. I think... I think I just known, like, throughout this whole year, I was like, oh, Spider-Man's gonna win. <laughs> um, Bal won. Pixar won. Pixar won. Uh, something that is not as obvious or as things that happen as often as, as what would seem, but Pixar won, which was good. First Man has an Oscar now. Visual effects. Yeah. Vice has an Oscar. Hair and makeup. Roma has lots. Netflix will throw it in your face. Who else got one? Bill Street. Bill Street got one for Regina King. That's it. Even Julia Roberts seemed a little bit surprised. Oh, favorite. Um, she like got up there, and I thought for a minute, like she looked like La La Land and Moonlight moment. Should I do it? Should I just say something? Else? <laughs> Is this true? <laughs> She's like, hang on, let me check. 
Oh, and the winner is Ben is back! Oh! <laughs> and here to accept is me! Oh! No Lucas Hedges? No, no worries. No worries. It's yeah. my film. It was a write-in campaign, everybody. Can you write in to the Oscars? Yeah, there was actually a whole thing. Uh, so... So, like, this didn't have to happen. No, yeah. <laughs> So in 1937, uh, Betty, da- Betty Davis was nominated, wasn't nominated for a film that she clearly, clearly, clearly should have been. And it was all because of like politics. Like she had made herself into like the star of the world and gave one of the best critically acclaimed performances that there ever has been. And she wasn't nominated for political reasons. And so the write-in ballot is what got her on the ballot. And so she ended up like almost winning that year because of the writing ballot to the point where if you go back in Oscar history and you look at the awards for that year, she's on the ballot for being nominated even though she technically wasn't. All right. I think I'm I think I'm done talking about this Oscar ceremony that I enjoyed watching because it's the Oscars, but on the whole, if I was ranking, would be pretty darn low on Oscar ceremonies that I've ever watched. Yeah. I'm happy for the favorite that Olivia Coleman got that. Good job, Lady Gaga. Yeah. Her speech talk. was fun. Yeah. She she didn't give all the, her whole time to Mark Ronson this time. Yeah. Good job. But that was a dumb mistake the first time. <laughs> Never make an assumption. Don't assume you're going to win two. Yeah. I mean, Alfonso, oh my gosh. he could. Alfon- well, his first speech, he gave it all. Yeah. And by the second one, he was like, oh, uh, let just me, say let it me again. look at some of my Twitter followers. <laughs> <laughs> I like I liked the second one because he was literally like, uh, Guillermo, yep, Guillermo, I love him. Uh, He's my one, best friend. The third one, he was like, oh, Alejandro, yeah. <laughs> We've had brunch before. Do you think that he was, like, thinking of people to think, and then he saw Lady Gaga in the front row and was like... Lady Gaga! No, that was Olivia Coleman. He was like, oh, Alejandro! Yes, of course. (laughs) My buddy. Uh, Wait. Was Alejandro written about Alejandro G. Inuratu? No. Are you sure? Yeah. Because, like, what if she just was watching Birdman? I don't know when she wrote Alejandro, so that, that timeline might be off. I don't think she ever had a relationship with Alejandro Inirutu. But. Nope. No, not, 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 like, not like that, but like. Josh? What if she just really respected his early work? Alright, if you want want to find us, you can do so in many places. We'll see you later this week for a film (laughs) from 2004. Can I I spoil a little bit more? Can I tease a little bit more? Last time I told you it was from 2004, a film that Josh doesn't own. I'll give you a little more of a hint. Uh, The clue here is, the password is, um, daylight savings time is a, is a plot point. Do you want to play the pot, play a Hollywood game? Okay, I guess. Well, since I don't ever do the outro, I'm just gonna say sign, signing off. See you tomorrow. Clack clack clack.